2: You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show.
3: Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes Aaron here in the Caldwell Banker Group Realty Studio in West Monroe, alongside from the Washtenaw Citizen, Jake Martin. Happy Grand Hog. Groundhog's Day, Jake Martin.
4: Happy Grandpa Day, Aaron. Is that what you said?
3: <laughs> Groundhog. Oh, Day. Oh,
4: Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> that too.
3: But to discuss over the next two hours, we are in a great mood. We are ready to rock and roll on this Friday morning. Yes, it is Friday morning leading into the Super Bowl, and I think this is a, a pretty good show. A lot of uh, local stories in it and some pretty uh, entertaining guests over the next two hours.
4: Yes, indeed, and we've got loads of headlines to fly through because I'm pretty excited about our guests at 7:15. 15
3: Yes, uh, we want you to weigh in on the Stuart Shelby State Farm hotline slash text line, 888-993-7762. Go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. I want to lead off with this. Uh, we all love the Super Bowl, especially even if you're not into the game that much. Maybe it's the commercials, maybe it's the halftime show, or maybe it's just the festivities, and the fun that you get to have on Sunday, perhaps a little party or two, or you just get to eat extremely well. Yeah. Your go-to item, what do you have to have at a Super Bowl party?
4: So if you're hosting a party, yes. what is the most? Or if you're
3: just st- hanging around at your place and, and just watching it with the family, what's the one thing that you request, you make, or you have to have as you watch the game? Hmm. I say you have to have a good dip
4: it's important to have a good dip. I, I agree. Um, does it have to be food? Uh, yeah.
3: where else would you go? Well,
4: I would I would I would say this. One thing I think that is makes it even more fun is having a board. It's having a board oh, where you pick the numbers I like where you're going. That's uh, fun. That makes it even more uh, even cuz if you don't have a rooting interest in You so know what's well, even
3: better than well, a boards fantastic. If there's some money involved, even if it's, you know, a dollar or two. Uh, the prop bet sheets, because oh, everybody can get into that. that now that is And fun. then that keeps you engaged throughout the game. We did it a couple of years ago, literally a sheet with 20, 25 different prop bets. Mm-hmm. And then you're playing along, you do the sheet before the game, see how many of them you can get right. I highly recommend that.
4: Yeah, maybe we can quiz the teller on some of those prop bets and get a little... Intel going into this game.
3: That is coming up at the bottom of the hour. The teller will join us. Take five, take it to the bank on this Super Bowl weekend.
4: Tommy's already busting your chops. No matter where Aaron goes, a good dip is present. Alright. Um I want to hit on the pels real quick. Oh my goodness. I Do just we have I, to I want to.
3: Oh, okay. This is I was like, just talking about how this was going to be a good show.
4: It is going to be a good show. And I don't have to take up a whole lot of time, but I just want to mention there was a big trade <laughs> okay. that happened. Um, so the Pels finally got rid of a Seek and Jameer, they also got rid of Jamir Nelson and Tony Allen, and gave up a 2018 first rounder, but they got Nikola Miritich. Now, why is this important? Well, first of all, you had to fill the role of, of Boogie Cousins, and no, he's not going to do that single handedly, but that helps a lot. And if you want to just look at this year alone, the Bulls went three and twenty. Without him in the lineup, You know, they started the year without him because he got punched in the face by a teammate. If you'll recall, uh, I think that was a uh, Portis that did that, and uh, or Bobby Porter. And uh, when he returned, they went on a seven-game win streak, and he's averaging, uh, you know, double-digit points, uh, like eight rebounds a game. So this helps a lot. He's a he's a play. He was having the best year of his career this year, actually, and uh, so getting him was big. And I tell you, you know. A lot of people like to hate on Dems, but at least he's aggressive. He's out there trying to make moves to improve the team.
3: Do so you know Greg Monroe?
4: Uh, the, I, last I read was they're still trying to get him as well. Okay. But I think Boston's just got an upper hand at that. We'll see how that checks out.
3: I thought Greg Monroe would want the home yeah, town discount. Yeah, that too.
4: But so. I think Boston can offer more money. what right. I mean.
3: Uh, so there you go. That's his number one headline, uh, the Pels. Uh, you look at college hoops last night, two big wins. Let's start with the uh, Tech men. An ugly first half, only scored 22 points in the first half. Second half, about three or four minutes to go. They go on a 14-1 run to close out the game. Tech wins 67-62. Big win for the Duncan Dogs to keep this thing rolling along. They have now won four straight. The amazing statistic with this team and this victory, it was Tech's first true road win Mm -hmm. of the year. Wow. This late in the year, and it is their first true road victory. Of course, they played in some neutral site games and other things and tournaments, but this is their first true road win, and as is the tradition, they go find ice cream after the game.
4: <laughs> you like that tradition,
3: don't you? Oh, I love that tradition. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask Eric Conkle about that next week. Remind okay. me. Uh, Lady Texas also, this is a big win against Middle Tennessee. They take care of business 66-49. to Middle Tennessee, you heard from Brooks earlier in the week. Uh, They were the conference's uh, preseason favorite. Texters take care of business. They actually snap a a six-game losing streak to that program in Middle Tennessee. So congratulations to both of those teams. Kind of sets up the weekend, or it's a good omen for the rest of the weekend for Tech Hoops. Men now play Florida International on the road. The women will return home in the Thomas Assembly Center. You can check out that game against UAB before the Super Bowl tips off.
4: And the people are lively on the text. I want to read a couple texts real quick. Anthony set me straight. says, Jake rumors Celtics are holding out in hopes of Brooke Lopez being bought out. Bids well for the hometown squad. Uh, Daryl, a day late, but we still take it. He says, favorite Super Bowl commercial. Three Heisman winners hounding Joe Montana about not winning the Heisman, and he just flashes all of his Super Bowl rings.
3: Uh, Matt's got one. He's playing a $100 square board, $2,500 a quarter at stake. Wow. Can't wait. Good yeah. luck with that. Good luck indeed. What's the most expensive board you've played? Uh, what, a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> you've done $10 for a square head. Uh, I don't
4: remember, honestly. Uh, it wasn't
3: 100 bucks though.
4: No, it was not 100 bucks. I can guarantee you that. I would have remembered that.
3: Speaking,
4: uh, speaking of the Super Bowl, yes. real quick, I want to mention that the Falcons owner Arthur Blank was not too happy uh, with with Robert Kraft over there.
3: Please, grow up, man. (laughs) Get some thick skin.
4: There there are Super Bowl rings. I I think most people know this story by now. It has 283 diamonds, of course, 28 to 3. And he apparently let Robert Kraft know that he was disappointed.
3: I think his words was he was pissed off. Yeah, pissed off. (laughs) Come on now.
4: Yeah. Well,
3: Well, you're just going to try to erase that part of history? Because your team choked?
4: No, I, I actually, you know, I agree with the Patriots for doing it. I think yeah. it, I thought it was cool when I heard about it, and you know, I'm like you, Arthur. Arthur Blake needs to get thick skin.
3: Uh, other headlines with the NFL, and this was big news uh, yesterday with the Saints. The voice of the Saints, Jim Henderson, a true professional, one of the best in in the game, is uh, leaving the Saints booth after. 31 years of calling games. Mm. You'll hear some of his uh, reasons why and also some of his classic calls later in the show. Had an opportunity to meet him a couple times. Just, you know, a, a real professional. And it, for Jim Henderson, it wasn't about him. It was all about the game or the event he was covering. Well done by Jim Henderson. The Saints are going to sorely miss him.
4: Yeah, he just couldn't hang with Deuce in the broadcast <laughs> booth any longer. It just, Deuce did him in. <laughs> Is that what he said? Was that one of his reasons?
3: I'm tired of deuce-stepping all over me. I've got a great call.
4: I've been in this for 30 years. Yeah. I can't
3: teach you how to. I've got a call that's going to go on my resume tape, and this guy just keeps stepping all over me.
4: Yeah, I'm hanging the boots up.
3: <laughs> Other headlines from uh, the Super Bowl. Pretty cool. Uh, ULM, or somebody associated with ULM, uh, they paid for a billboard in Philly, congratulating uh, Doug Williams on the sensational season that him and the Eagles have had. And uh, on it, you know, it has the logo of ULM from your family, the ULM family.
4: Yeah. uh, They
3: should hang a couple of those, too, in Northeast Louisiana. I was just about
4: to say that. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be nice to see those around here, you know, congratulating Doug Peterson? Yeah. For, for getting to the Super Bowl.
3: And then use some of the old shots of him in his NLU yes. jersey and then tie it in with the Eagles. By, by the, the way, way,
4: those jerseys are beautiful. Is that where you were going with that? No, I was I going
3: know. with that tonight <laughs> on KNOE uh, Rise to Stardom, the Doug Peterson story as told by his mother, Terry Peterson. Yeah,
4: Well, I liked what I said better. Those <laughs> uniforms are just, mm, they need to go back to that.
3: Uh, other storylines from uh, the NFL. You uh, gave us a little preview, or you can give us a review of the two bills.
4: Two bills. Uh, I'll get deeper into it later in the show, but I liked it. It was not as good as the Ric Flair one, that you know the most recent 30 for 30. But it was good. I enjoyed it, and and I learned a lot. You know, when a lot of that stuff was going down, I was way too young to understand what was going on.
3: Uh, Richie weighs in because yesterday I, I was raving about Tom versus Time. Correct? You were. Uh, you were a fanboy. Richie man. says I tried to take your advice on giving the Tom versus Time documentary a chance. I decided to bait my yard or bail my yard and poison the piss ants instead. Have a wonderful day, guys.
4: <laughs> Richie. This has been a rough week for Richie. Yeah. He's just been Mr. Negative.
3: So he never answered the question, did he watch it or not? I
4: I don't. Or did he try? I think he tried and then decided to burn some ants instead, mm. I don't know, or poison ants.
3: So the two bills that will probably show then over the course of the next three days, a hundred times, we need to watch it?
4: Yeah. Especially if, if you're like me and, and we're a little bit too young to, to really appreciate what all was going on, like – Just for instance, Bill Belichick is a two-time New York Jets head coach and never coached a game. Like, that in itself is worth watching to figure out how that happened.
3: Uh, This should play out well for the Super Bowl. Halftime entertainment provided by Justin Timberlake, and he comes out and says his son will never play football.
4: (laughs) Uh, That's the kind of
3: headlines the NFL (laughs) wants.
4: Exactly. Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, um, I – I don't know why he felt the need to say yes. that right there. Like, even if that's how you truly feel, yeah. But not not good for Justin.
3: Uh, other headlines, what, it's six players transferred out of Ole Miss. Now they are trying to get eligible at their respective schools, including uh, Shea Patterson at Michigan. Uh, they have put together a little bit of a – how would you describe it? Uh, an appeal. An appeal, that's a good word. <laughs> a case of why they should be eligible next year and should not have to sit out one more year, and they're basically saying that uh, Hugh Freeze misled them on the severity of the punishments coming down the pipe for Ole Miss football.
4: Yeah. um, I think what they were saying was that the allegations uh, were caused by the staff previous to to Freeze, and so that's kind of their scapegoat. I don't know if that's going to work or not, but it would be pretty crazy if the NCAA rules that they cannot play next year
3: couple of headlines from the high school ranks. Uh, playoff soccer actually went out to a game. Sterlington in their first playoff game. And guess what? First varsity playoff game. They take care of business in dramatic fashion. They win it in overtime. Austin Green with the hat trick. They win 3-1 to one versus Calvary. Neville girls also advancing on. High school football news. Uh, Rustin working on their schedule for next year. They have booked a game with Longview. So now in their first four games, I don't know the order. I do know Neville's first. But then they'll have the likes of uh, Longview, Acadiana, and Airline.
4: I mean, they had a brutal stretch li- less this past year, too. I mean, I don't know what, what it is about r- rusting and starting the year off with, with the death Want to be challenged. But, man, okay, yeah. Good uh,
3: high school hoops tonight. we got uh, West Monroe versus Washtaw, Carroll taking on Wassman. That's always entertaining. Ravel versus Faraday.
4: Yeah, and Tommy's killing it right now. I said, did anyone actually think Justin Timberlake's son would play football? <laughs> Breaking news is some will also wear skinny jeans for life. And Sherman just sent us a picture of ULM's throwback uniforms. Yeah, Sherman, those things are beautiful. I, I'm, I'm all for making that the regular. Excuse me, the keep regular it, uniform.
3: Keep the text coming, 888 It's part of the starting lineup brought to you by Louisiana Paint Care. The starting
2: lineup. Are you crying? Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Let's go crying. Let's get to the starting
3: lineup. All right, we've tried to present as many angles as possible with uh, Doug Peterson. You've heard clips from Doug over the course of the last two weeks. We've had on the show uh, Tag Rome, one of his former assistant coaches, a longtime friend of him. You've heard from his uh, mother. You heard from uh, Bob Lane, who was the quarterback's coach at NLU in 87-88. How about this today? We will have uh, Doug's brother, Craig, who will be joining us in the next segment.
4: Very nice. Yeah. Looking forward to that.
3: Uh, you're looking forward to 730, the teller. It Super Bowl form.
4: Yeah, I'm always looking forward to hearing from the teller. I'm interested in hearing his take on how long Pink's national anthem will be. I'm sure he'll give us some great insight on that. Uh,
3: we talked about what are the elements you need to have at a Super Bowl party, your best recipe. How about we bring in Kevo at uh, 7:45 segment, a couple minutes with him. He had some uh, great recipes when you were gone. We'll try it again.
4: Yeah, let's get some recipes for a
3: party. Uh, Adam Wickler, uh, former KNOE sports anchor, he is at the Super Bowl. He is in Norfolk now. He'll have his take, of course, on the situation with the Washington Redskins. Also, we'll get his take on the big game on Sunday. The Foms joins us at 8:30. Joey Trappe at 8:45 for his weekly visit. Plus, uh, you'll hear from the voice of the Saints a couple of uh, sound clips from him, uh, some of his best calls, and also why he is leaving the booth after 31 years with the Saints.
4: Uh, Deuce, we already told you all.
3: 888 <laughs> After the break, Doug Peterson's brother, Craig, joins us on the morning drive.
2: Live to drive Taco Taco Bandido Get the
5: Taco habit at the sign of the mass rabbit.
2: For your super party Sunday it's Taco bandito for a party to go. From our six layer dips and chips to our grown-up green icy by the gallon. It's a super party to go when you drive through Taco Bandito
5: cooking and services speedo at
2: Taco Bandito. Taco Bandito
0: on Forsyth Avenue in Monroe and Warren Drive at Cypress Street in West Monroe. Try something different this Valentine's Day. Give the gift that will transform your bedroom into a luxury suite night after night with a brand new set of Bowling Branch sheets, the most comfortable sheets in the entire world, made from pure 100% organic cotton, plus they arrive beautifully packaged, perfect for Valentine's Day. Try them risk-free for a month and get $50. Off your first set, plus free shipping with the promo code DUG. com spelled B O L L and Branch.com, promo code Doug.
5: The 2018 ACC men's basketball tournament is headed back to Barclays Center on March 6th through 10th. Don't miss your chance to see some of the nation's best teams, including Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, Syracuse, and Notre Dame, as they battle it out for the prestigious ACC title. Luxury suites are on sale now for all sessions to this year's ACC tournament. For more- for more information, visit BarclaysCenter.com. The 2018 ACC Men's Basketball Tournament at Barclays Center, March 6th through 10th. Luxury suites on sale now.
2: Local sports talk is on the air on The Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston.
3: Welcome back to The Morning Drive. Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. Over at the Sp- Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Ruston, we find John Tabor. We continue to get you ready, and we continue to look forward to the big game on Sunday. The Eagles squaring off against the Patriots. And, of course, there is a local flavor. The hometown favorite, Doug Peterson, coaching the Philadelphia Eagles. We are pleased and thrilled to have his brother, Craig Peterson, join us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. How are you doing this morning, Craig?
1: I'm doing good, Aaron. How are you?
3: Good. Can you put into words what uh, the last uh, two weeks, let alone the last month, have been like as uh, you've watched your brother lead the Eagles to the Super Bowl? Well,
1: you know, it's been uh, pretty amazing, uh, just to see what you know what has transpired this year compared to last year. Uh, it's been uh, you know emotional roller coaster for sure because you know we, we all want them to win, and, and uh, you know, they've, fortunately they've been doing that
3: this year so it's been great all right craig i got a number of questions i want to ask you i want to put it in reverse a little bit take a walk down memory lane i had a great visit with your mother earlier this week what a gem as you know uh was talking about the boys growing up uh three boys and of course her and and your father and how you know your father was a great coach and kind of was a mentor towards you guys tell us a little bit about growing up with doug and your other brother how competitive it was
5: well, you know, we
1: kind of all did our own thing a little bit. I don't know how competitive uh we were with each other per se. Um, you know, but it was kind of you know, with dad we, it was always sports. You know, even when we weren't having our practices and or playing or whatever come weekend time, you know, we were down at the school and hitting balls, throwing footballs, whatever it took, you know. Uh it was kind of a never never ending process whether that's what we wanted to do on our Saturday, or not, you know. <laughs> no, but but it's good, you know. There's yeah, there's always a competitive uh, edge, you know. You take, you know, especially with me and Doug being two years apart, you know. There's there's always going to be that, uh, you know. I'm going to outdo you a little bit here and there. Yeah. So, but it wasn't too bad.
3: You were a great athlete in your own right. She talked about the fact that you know. It, you know, her and the husband took a while just to be able to catch or they couldn't catch Doug's balls after a while. Uh, you certainly didn't have an issue with that.
1: No, uh, yeah, he threw a pretty pretty hard ball, but uh, you know i could I could hang on to him. I just wish he would have thrown it to me a little bit more when I was playing. <laughs> All
3: right as his uh, career uh, proceeded, and of course he went to ULM and you followed in his tracks. When he left as the Indians quarterback. Did you think he had a shot at the league? And then when he bounced around a little bit, how impressed were you with his NFL career?
1: Well, you know, when he first went into the league, you know, undrafted free agent and all that mess, and, yeah, yeah, it was, you know, kind of hairy at first, whether or not he was going to succeed or last in the NFL. And we kind of took it, you know, day by day, whatever happened, happened. Uh, You know, for him to stick it out, and to go through some of the things he's gone through and just say, Hey, I'm not going to give up on this dream and, uh, going to stay after it, take what's given to me, uh, in, you know, little chunks here and there. And, you know, it ended up paying off for him. Uh, he could have you know, easily hung it up early in his career and just said, Hey, it's not worth the effort. But, uh, you know, as everybody knows, you know, 14 years later, he's retired from the NFL mm-hmm. as a player. And uh, so it's, it's pretty impressive to see him go through that, stick it out, and, uh, you know, accomplish uh, what he has.
3: Doug Peterson's brother, Craig Peterson, joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. Did you know that ultimately that's what the profession he would go into is coaching once he did retire?
1: Uh, Probably by the time he was, you know, getting out of as a player at the NFL, yeah, I figured he would be uh, a coach at, at some level. Uh wasn't sure where that would be, whether, you know, it was going to be high school for forever or college or whatever. Uh, but I think he was, you know, geared for that, uh, had the knowledge for that. And so, yeah, I think that's probably, you know, what he would have end up, ended up doing.
3: So he tells you he's heading over to Calvary Baptist. Uh, your reaction? Say that again? He told you that uh, I'm going to get my first uh, stop at Calvary Baptist. I'm going to go into the high school ranks. Uh, what did you think at the time?
1: Oh, well, uh, I guess at the time, it's great. You had a job. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> just because you retire from the NFL, I guess you got to do something, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a starting place. Yeah, uh, you know, I knew at that time Calvary was just starting back up their program, and uh, who knew what was going to happen over there? Uh, But, you know, the short four years he was there, he did pretty great things, you know, for that school. And that kind of got that program going in the direction it needed to go in. Um, So, you know, whether or not, you know, we weren't sure, you know, if he was going to stay in the high school ranks for for a a long time. I mean, that's, you know, we just figured he'd be coaching just in nowhere.
3: Yeah, very successful, Eric Calvary. Led him the last two years to the uh, state semifinals with the Cavaliers. Did you feel like, or could you get a sense that he was getting a little antsy in the high school ranks, or then just ultimately, uh, he knew there was an opportunity there with Andy Reid? Uh,
1: Yeah, I I think his ultimate goal was to get back to the NFL. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whether or not that happened, you know, remained to be seen, but uh, yeah, I think when the opportunity came with Andy, with the relationship that uh, he's had with Andy over the years, you know, it's even though probably the position he was taking was not what he was hoping for, it's it's a, st- a start and a step in. Um, you know, I just don't. I think it's something he couldn't pass up at the time. Waiting for for another offer, and you know, I think just the chance to be in under Andy Reid again, uh, he thought that would be the best move for him.
3: Literally, that first job was a glorified interim with the Eagles. Then he leads with Reid to go to Kansas City, and ultimately getting uh, the OC job. That had to be a huge break for him and something that put him in the right uh, steps to be a head coach ultimately.
1: Yeah, that did. You know, he's he's kind of moved through the ranks fairly quickly as far as an NFL coach. Uh, That step from Philly to Kansas City going to the OC, you know, was a big step to push him in the right direction. Uh, I think he ultimately always wanted to try to get to the head coaching position, just didn't know when that would happen. That's not an easy uh, position to acquire in the NFL. You know, like I heard him say the other day, there's, there's only two types of coaches, those hired and those fired. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's great to see that he's he's gotten where he's at so quickly.
3: Yeah, literally in two years he has the Eagles in the Super Bowl. You, you put it, you know, look back two years ago when he lands that job at Philadelphia. What was that day like for your family?
1: You know, it, it was pretty uh, exciting uh, to, to see your brother, you know, announced as a head coach of an NFL team. Mm-hmm. Being that it was Philly, you know, you've got that other side of it. You're like, oh, crap, <laughs> you know, uh, Philadelphia you know, of all places to be a head coach, you know, Philadelphia. You know, you know how those fans are up there. Uh, you know, they you have a bad year and you just better not even walk around there. You know. Yeah. Uh, so on one side, you cringe because because of that, but on you know on the other hand, hey, you know you're you're looking at your your brother being the, put up there on that podium and announced as a head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's that's a pretty amazing thing.
3: You've been to a game or two. Uh, when we see the the video, and sometimes we've come across the, some Philadelphia fans. Are they as bad in person as we see on tape and on film?
1: Well, uh, fortunately, with the you know the game I've been to, uh, we don't have to hang out with the uh, the crowd too much. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> As far as seeing that aspect of it from, you know, from a little bit I've seen, you know, Philadelphia not around the corner, so it's not an easy trip. But, yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're not bad. I you know, every, every fan base is going to have its uh, good apples, bad apples and, and, uh, and whatnot. But, uh, yeah. you know, they're passionate fans. Uh, they love the Eagles and, you know, they might, may not know how to paint a wall, but, yeah, they know how to coach football and know what the right moves are for a football team. So that's,
5: uh, that's just
3: kind of how it goes. Craig, what is it about Doug's demeanor or his makeup that allows him to have thick skin and, of course, handle high pressure situations and, and perhaps handle some of the criticism that an NFL coach deals with on a daily basis?
1: Uh, well, I think for him, he's just. I say, I, I'm trying to figure out how to put this. Kind of learned how to let things maybe roll off his back and, and not let it bother him. I mean, all he can control is, is what he can control. Um, he can't do anything else uh, to control any other people or what people say. He just he knows that, you know, when he takes his players, his schemes, you know, everything, that that's the only thing he, he can control as far as that team goes. And... I just think he's he's learned just to kind of let it go and and not dwell on it. Um, you know,
3: that's all I can think of. Mm. So, Craig, how's this play out on Sunday? Is the family and the Eagles going to be celebrating a world championship come Sunday night?
1: You know, I sure hope so. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game, it's going to be a tough game. Um, and really, you know, yes, I want Philadelphia to win, of course, but who knows how it's going to turn out. That's why they still play the game. Um, but you know, it's going to be a good day. Uh, it's going to be a, you know, a great battle. Uh, and I just, you know, yeah, it's, you know, the nerves will start setting in early Sunday because you just, you want this to work out in, in Doug's favor. Uh, but you know, we'll have to sit through it, watch it and, and just hope we uh, come out on the right end of it.
3: Craig, I'm happy for uh, you and your family. We do have probably the hardest question here, and it comes from, uh, you'd never guess it, uh, Washita softball coach Tim Whitman. Of course, your daughter played for the Washita Lions, now plays out at ULN. He wants to know, uh, how would you compare the excitement of a state softball championship game compared to watching your brother play for a divisional championship? Leave it to Whitman to ask this question.
1: Well... You know, for me, as you know, I've you know I've got all girls, so softball and cheerleading is uh, my forte. Uh, you know, I didn't have the boys to deal with football and all that. So, you know, watching your daughter play in the state championship for softball is pretty exciting. Um, you know, for me, it's yeah, it's probably right up there with you know watching your brother coach uh, uh, divisional championship game and winning and going to the Super Bowl. But you know. That's that's my brother. The yeah. other's my daughter. So I might have to go and, inside with Whitman and go with the softball one on this one.
3: Wow. Man, <laughs> you just made his year. Yeah. <laughs> Craig, thank you. Thank you, bud. I appreciate the time. Some great insight there. Enjoy the game on Sunday. I uh,
4: appreciate it,
1: Yeah.
3: Craig Peterson. Wow.
4: You got the softball I, I did not
3: expect that answer. Well, really, I, well, no. I expected him to waffle back and forth.
4: Uh, yeah, but it's still, it's yeah. his daughter. you got to go with the softball.
3: <laughs> Never going to hear the end of that.
4: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I get, would you like to hear us talk more about softball uh, today?
3: By the way, Doug celebrated his uh, 50th birthday on Wednesday. He could have a nice belated uh, present come it's Sunday. No
4: doubt. No doubt. It's going to be crazy.
3: Uh, this is not fair. We're going to go from uh, that interview to the teller after the break. <laughs>
5: growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long-term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318-255-5980 for more information, or visit LegacyRehab.net. Legacy
2: Rehabilitation.
1: Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe.
2: Ron Alexander, Clothiers for Men.
4: Hello, this is Ron Alexander. Treat yourself to the luxury of our fine-tailored custom shirtings. With over 500 fabrics, 20 collar styles, and a half-dozen cuff styles, the possibilities are endless. Nothing less than a perfect fit results with shirts sewn to your specific measurements. Throughout this month, purchase five custom shirts and your sixth shirt is free. You owe it to yourself to find out what others already know. Knowing how to dress is knowing where to buy.
2: North 18th Street, Monroe. John Bennett was paralyzed by a sniper's bullet in Iraq. It shattered two vertebrae and fractured another one. John's wife, Dina.
4: Paralyzed Veterans of America got us our, our benefits.
2: Senior National Service Officer Michael Killen. I hand-carried the forms over to the VA and walked them through the system.
4: You're just trying to survive, and they help you along the way.
2: To learn more about Paralyzed Veterans of America, visit PVA.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America.
3: The views of the teller does not represent the views of 977 and Aaron Dietrich, especially the views of local schools, players, coaches, mascots, cheerleaders, band members, listeners, Aaron Dietrich's hair, and or anything that comes out of Zoltar's mouth. Welcome back to the show, Aaron and Jake, hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in Westboro. We need to change that theme music. It was a rough year. I think did all of us finish under five hundred? No, Jake lost. I did well. Well, but you lost all the paperwork. Yeah, so. but
4: I was in the lead, so I didn't sabotage anything.
3: If this thing continues again next year, uh, we certainly need to do a better job.
4: Yeah, I'll keep it digitally this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was writing it on a notepad, and I lost that notepad. Right.
3: Tell her. What's up, bud? How you doing? Happy Groundhog I,
4: I
5: can't. I can't believe I continually agree to come on. Uh, I'll take care of the scoring next year, uh, and I will write in my text because I, I, I can't stand to talk to you guys the way things are going right now.
3: Well, this is the last time we're probably talking quite some time. Maybe around March Madness we'll get you back on. So listeners out there should probably be pretty fired up about it. In fact, if they want to weigh in, they can at eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Your last chance in a couple months to get a shot or two in at the teller. Hey bud, uh, you should probably have a bone to pick or two with this millennial over here. Uh, I, I tweeted out a couple pictures uh, last week, and you know we try to keep your identity uh, kind of revealed for several different reasons. But he kind of a uh, he kind of spilled the uh, beans there last week. All right, oh he did, of- yeah.
4: First of all, I've never met the teller. Yeah. I saw a picture of old or young Aaron with another gentleman, and I said, that's totally the teller. That looks <laughs> like not. the teller. we got to
3: go there. Now, why did you think that was the teller immediately?
4: Because y'all look drunk.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, no, I, was, I wasn't drunk. I was just tired of carrying his drunk butt around. If I can tell you how many times I had to help uh, with the uh, bouncers and security, escort him out of several places. It's uh, uh. Well, I mean, he was uh, Top Gun's one of their ten most wanted. I mean, they would Uh, not let him in that place for some of the shenanigans that took place.
3: And listeners, as you know, everything that uh, the teller says, and my wife too, everything uh, that the teller says you should take with a grain of salt. Yes.
5: Uh And three grains of truth.
3: Uh, tell her, you got a Super Bowl story or tell uh, to tell. I mean, uh, you did watch uh, the Rams. And do, the Patriots. do you want me to
5: tell you your Super Bowl story and the lucky dog and all that? You shut down the bathroom in the Superdome. I can tell that story all day.
3: Uh, no. Uh, what was your lasting image being a, a huge Rams fan? And this is kind of where the dynasty started for New England.
5: Uh, yeah, that was, um, that was a heck of a football game, and I remember us. Walking down uh, Bourbon Street, but really hand in hand, uh, or at least your hand was on mine. Uh, and the the big story of that Super Bowl, if people don't remember, was who was going to quarterback for the Patriots? Was it going to be Brady or Bledsoe? And I remember talking to New. the money career of Adam Vinatieri. So, yeah, there was a a lot of neat things that came out of that Super Bowl. And like I said, it's just uh, one small decision. You know, Bledsoe getting hurt has led to where we're at right now with the Patriots today. Pretty amazing.
3: Two quick things, things I remember about that Super Bowl, uh, that shady hotel that our news director always continued to put us in. He says, oh, it's a great location. It was away from everything. And then second of all, you trying to sleep in on numerous mornings. And one morning you said, Shut those curtains! There's too much light in here. So I climb up and try to take the curtains down or put them together, and I literally ripped all the curtains off the wall. You,
5: you, you broke the curtain curtains off, and uh, you were standing there in front of a large win, window, uh, in what can only be described as your your tidy, tidy, little bit yellowies, because they were stained, so they were not not too pretty, tidy whitey, Standing oh, in a big picture frame window, that was that was nice. Um, you know the, the murder outside the window the evening before was fun too. So uh, yeah, a, a lot of lot of good memories uh, of, of hanging out with you. Stuff like that just seems to happen. I, I don't I don't know why.
0: Mm.
4: Matt's got a text here. <coughs> it says the teller was Aaron's escort. Talk about a perfect pair. Makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Says, the,
5: the, the things I had
3: to do for him. Right.
4: <laughs> he also says you can guarantee whoever teller picks to win the Super Bowl will lose. Bet.
3: All right, all right. That's a good segue into our predictions. Then, are, are you ready? Take five. Take it to the bank with the teller. You want to start with the game, or you want to go with the prop bets, teller?
5: Uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter at this point. I've I've been called a low paid escort now. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right. Well, let's go with the prop. Bets it can then. only go up from here.
4: <laughs> all right. First prop bet. What song will Justin Timberlake perform first? At the, super, at the halftime of the Super Bowl. Will it be Filthy? Filthy is actually a plus 165 favorite. Can't Stop the Feeling, plus 225. A sexy Back, mm. which is plus 400. Rock Your Body, plus 450. Or True Colors, plus 600.
5: Uh, I don't know anything about any song Justin Timberlake uh, <laughs> performed. I'm going to uh, assume there will be no nipples involved in this. So if you said Filthy is the betting favorite, well then... I'll go with the betting line because I don't know anything about Justin
3: Timberlake.
4: I'm actually going with Filthy, too. I think that's his most recent song, and usually they start out with their new stuff and then go back to their old stuff. Yeah,
3: that's always a bad mistake. It is. Whenever you try to put that new stuff in, nobody wants to hear that. Just play the hits. Play yeah. the classics.
4: So I'm with you, Taylor. I'll, I'll go with Filthy as well.
3: All right. I have no idea either. I'll, I'll just say uh, Rock Your Body. Okay. Are you writing this down, Jake?
4: Uh, I was try Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. No, i not. Uh, what color liquid will be poured on the coach? Will it be lime green or yellow? Will it be orange, red, clear water, blue, or purple? By the way, Bill Belichick has been spared a Gatorade bath in three of his five Super Bowl victories, mm. but received the blue one after Super Bowl, I can't read Roman numbers, mm. and a clear one after another Super Bowl.
3: Good job, team there. Good research. Yeah. With all that, uh, what says you, Teller?
4: Uh,
5: let's see, I, I think either way there will be a Gatorade shower because this season means a lot to Belichick, so, uh, and I don't think they want to stain him if perchance they do win. So, uh, let's go with the clear.
3: All right, this That's is the, the same easiest... kind of
5: stuff Dietrich uses when he weightlifts, the clear.
3: <laughs> All right, this is the easiest bet. If you are a firm believer that the Patriots are going to win this thing, you go with the clear. They never want to have uh, the Gatorade, if it's purple or red, during the uh, game to stain their jersey. So the Patriots are wearing white, right? Mm-hmm. So most of the Gatorade or all the Gatorade on the, Gatorade on the sidelines will be clear or uh, the yellowish color. Go with the uh, light-colored Gatorade. That is the easy bet if you think the Patriots are going to win. I think the Patriots are going to win. That's my waitress.
4: I'll agree. that You sold me. I'll, I'll go clear as All right. well. All right. I kind of want to go to Vegas and make this bet. All right. All right. Last one. How long would the national anthem by Pink last? Uh, over two minutes or under two minutes?
3: Uh, the I-team, you did some research, right? It typically goes under? It
4: typically goes under. Uh-huh. But you think that, usually that, that she might go over just because you try to soak in the limelight? If the teller
3: th- was doing the national anthem, it would go four and a half minutes. He would try to hog the spotlight and uh, work his 15 yeah. minutes of paint.
5: I, I would, and who's singing it? Pink. I don't know who that is either.
3: Pink. You don't know Pink? I don't. You I think I'm know. an old foggy? Good. No. Yeah. Um. You got a daughter you know, I'm sure if, she listens to if, Pink?
5: If, if, if memory serves me correct, uh, most of the songs on Pink's last album were over three and a half minutes long, and I do believe three and a half minutes is about the average song for most that gets radio play. So I think she's uh. He's an over-singer, so we'll go over two minutes.
3: Jake? I'm
4: going under. I'm going with... Uh, Taking history on your yes. side.
3: Yes. All right. I agree with the teller on this, at least. I will also take the over. All right.
4: Over-under? Yeah. it's so at 48 points. Mm-hmm. Where are you going, fellas? I think
5: I'm going under. I think this is going to be an under-Super Bowl. I think uh, the performance by the Patriots' defense... Uh, against Jacksonville, the fact that uh, they are going up against Nick Bowles And I think, obviously, the Philadelphia defense is good enough to keep this uh, close. I think this is a, a 24-20 game.
3: I also like the under just because, typically, uh, the Patriots get off to slow starts, kind of feeling each other out. And then, obviously, as it goes on, uh, Tom Brady will start to warm up. Patriots haven't scored in the first quarter of, what, the previous seven Super Bowls. Uh, they're not the offense they've had in the past, and we certainly if you're going to put your faith in uh, Nick Foles And this Eagles offense good luck. I like the under and I like the under big
4: I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over just because both defenses have given up some points I know they're coming off of two really good performances in the champion, in the AFC and the NFC championship games But if I'm looking at the whole season, I think you know Tom Brady's gonna be able to put some points up and Hey, maybe Nick Foles stays hot
3: mm. What says you on the stewart Shelby State Farm text line 888-993-7762. All right, finally, uh, what are we going with? We're going to take the line at five. What says you, Taylor? Pats or the Eagles?
5: I think I'm going to uh, I, I go with defense in this one. I, I think it could be uh, a close one, less than a, a field goal, a last-second drive by the Patriots. But I think Philly keeps it close. I go with uh, the Eagles to cover, the Patriots to win.
4: Same. History tells us that the Patriots don't blow people out in the Super Bowl. It's usually a close game, so I'll take the points.
3: All right. I like it, too. I like uh, the Patriots winning this thing, but ultimately uh, five points is too much for this ball game. Tell her how are you going to spend the Super Bowl? Where are you going to be at?
5: i got to reevaluate my life. Now that one of your texters, uh said that I was an escort, now it makes sense that you kept booking uh, rooms that only had uh, a king-sized bed and said we were forced to uh, snuggle in order to help the story. So uh, this explains a lot, and uh, I didn't realize I was a slut.
3: Ooh, ouch. Uh, teller, we'll talk to you in a couple months.
5: Uh, oh, okay, yeah,
3: you owe me some cash. There you go, five, yeah. take five, take it to the bank with the teller.
4: Teller is you know, pushing the, the Boston media on this uh, yeah. things you can't say on the, yeah. the radio.
3: Apologize for that salty language. Coming up at 8.30, we look forward to a hearing from a, a real reporter. Adam Winkler will join us from the Super Bowl coming up at 8.30. Should be some good stuff. 8.45, Joey Trappe. we are also coming up still in the show. The most essential item that you have to have at a Super Bowl. Squares. Got to get a board. Uh, quint has got a good question. So, when you're picking your square, which one do you pick? Do you do you go right in the middle? Do you go left, right, bottom corner?
4: Uh, I don't know. Uh, is it three and seven a good?
3: good no, one? I'm talking about you know, it's on the board. Where are you picking it? You know, you got oh,
4: uh, yeah. sure, the center. Yeah.
3: I mean, if you could pick your number, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. I'd want zero. <laughs> I'd want seven. I'd want four.
4: Yeah. Uh, there. I don't think there's any strategy to that, Quint. Is it? Did I did I answer that? <laughs> no, not really? really. Okay,
3: way to play along, Jay. I swung in this eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. The morning drive returns after this. We'll get a few uh, Super Bowl recipes from KevO coming up next.
0: Live to
2: drive. Broken windows are
5: bad enough. A car that's baking inside from the summer sun is even worse. Oh. Magic Glass and tent can handle both these problems. From one-day service on replacing your windshield to repairing power windows to professional window tinting for your car, home, or business, Magic Glass does it all. They also carry a full line of accessories for your car or truck. Magic Glass and tent 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. Give them a call at 330-9988.
2: Bayou Independent Wrestling is ringing in the new year at the Westwood Road Convention Center. It's brought to you by Cassidy Insurance Agency. North Louisiana title, Rock 106, New Country, 92.3 The Wolf, and Sports Talk, 97.7. Friday night, February 2nd, doors open at 7, the bell rings at 7.30 with six huge matches on tap, including a tag team match with Andy Dalton and a mystery partner versus John Saxon and Barrett Brown. Then the main event with current TNA star Chase Stevens. Battling it out with current champion, Bordell Walker, from the Southern Title. Other battles include Frankie Thomas, Danny Chance, and Steve Anthony, plus a live demonstration from Bob Allen Dojo. Advanced tickets are $10.15 at the door. Brought to you by Bob Allen Dojo, Sober Nest Recovery Homes, Professional Land Surveying, Calhoun Groceries, Sandra Fadno Estates, Cool Pickles, Nell's Towing. El Chili Verde and Southern Fire and Safety. Get your tickets now at West Monroe Convention Center and Coldwell Banker in West Monroe. Or call 355-1301. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to The Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston.
3: All right, Jake, this being Groundhog Day and Friday, I'm going to help you out, all right? All right. Uh, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Uh you probably are not very imaginative. You probably just go with the flowers, candy, or you probably go get your uh, wife's ring wrinkling. That's the gift. Hilarious. <laughs> Never gets old. Uh, you, you got to look for a unique gift idea for this Valentine's Day. What you got? How about a relation checkup from Amber White and the staff at Firm Foundations Counseling in Monroe. Every year, you go to your physician for your yearly routine checkup. Twice a year, you go to the dentist for a cleaning and a checkup. Yet, Jake, how often do you get a professional therapist for a checkup on the most important relationship in your life, that being your marriage? A lot of uh, hosts at Sports Talk 97.7 are taking the relationship checkup, and you should too. Hey, what a deal here. All you got to do is mention the morning drive. Key, mention the morning drive. You'll receive a special discount on your initial visit. Call Firm Foundations Counseling at 654-7010. That phone number is 654-7010. Mention Morning Drive. Special discount on your initial visit. Or you can go online to myfirmfoundations.com for more information. Forget about candy and the flowers. You'll eat the candy. They'll be gone in 24 hours. The flowers will welt. But your relationship and your marriage will last forever.
4: Very nice. What do, what do you typically go with on Valentine's Day?
3: Uh, a meal out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Romantic over
3: here. Uh, we continue to ask, uh, uh, what is the essentials that you need uh, for your Super Bowl party? Jake came up with a good one. It says you got to have squares or some sort of uh, activity that keeps people not only engaged in uh, – keeps everybody engaged in the game and how it's proceeding log, just not the diehard fans
4: yeah because because also i mean how many times is your team playing in the super bowl also and the commercials aren't really as good as they used to be either so you need something
3: and you need to have some uh, great food
4: always yes. always a must i
3: say you have to have a, a great dip
4: i agree yes you got a recipe for us
3: uh, i do not but i know a guy that does oh yeah uh, Kevo joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. What up, bud? A resident uh, food expert.
0: What's up, guys?
3: How you doing this morning?
0: I'm doing good, Jake. Congratulations, man, on being a dad. That's awesome.
3: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Right, Are you sleeping a lot just... or no? Uh
4: Well, we haven't had the baby yet, but uh,
3: I-, I am losing well, my not... about it. <laughs> okay. Awesome, man. All right, Kevin, I know you got a big announcement. Plus, uh, we got you on to uh, give us a couple of essentials. What do we have to have at our Super Bowl party come Sunday?
0: Okay, we, man, I tell you what, there is an easy, these are two easy recipes, and I'm going to post them on our Facebook page when we get through. But one of them is a corn dip, and, and it's got like uh, Mexican corn in it. Easy to make. Sour cream, uh, mayo, diced green chilies. Uh, I mean, all mixed. Of course, you got to keep it cold. When I say mayo and sour cream, uh, uh, it's got shredded cheese. I mean, it is delicious. It goes really good with Frito scoops. And then it, it never, never lasts uh, through the first half of a game. Ever, it's delicious.
3: What are you, Jake? Jake's shaking his head over here. What? You don't like the sour I, cream or the mayo?
0: Yeah, both.
4: I'm not a mayo guy. I can take sour cream and stuff, if I don't know what's uh, in there. But mayo, I, can, I just
3: can't do mayo. I, I, I'm right along the lines of Kevo. This is a, a staple of a Super Bowl party. You're drooling over there. Yes. <laughs> I like and then, it. hey, the
0: other thing, the other thing I got is something really cool. Um, uh, it, it, we we call them the two dudes meatball sliders. But you know, you can, you can uh, hand make your meatballs or get them frozen, soak them in your favorite marinara. But we use a, a marinara, uh, that's sold in stores around here that's, uh, made in Louisiana. They, they make it in Shreveport. It's Mama Mia's marinara. It's really good. So support local. But you take Hawaiian bread and cut the tops off of it, leave it connected and, and layer that with cheese and then, yeah. Uh, your, your meatball and then more cheese put your tops on dust it with uh, soaked butter and Italian seasoning and, and bake it and I'm telling you they are
3: delicious
4: that sounds awesome yeah that's more of my taste uh, <laughs> Kev
3: okay, <okay>. of, <laughs> uh, of course you're in the catering business an opportunity for a plug here and also I know you got some exciting things on the horizon
0: Yeah, man, Uh, you can follow us at the number two dudes catering on all social media. And we made our announcement last night, uh, hopefully July 4th weekend, we're going to open up two dudes, Brew and Q, uh, in downtown Monroe. So this will be y'all's place to come hang out. Awesome.
3: Kev, exciting news for uh, you. Uh, Just uh, downtown, tell us a little bit about why that was important to uh, bring it to downtown Monroe
0: oh absolutely well i mean you know it's a part of the community that that has need. you know we've got a great downtown and a great river and thanks to, to michael and christy Eccles, i mean they are bringing back uh you know, they're giving the community something to do a place we can all go together there's going to be a hilton downtown uh we're going to be down there iron cactus is down and out and we live in a great community and it's important uh that we that we utilize this area that's there, I mean, uh, it, it's been need to be done for a long time, and we're just proud to be a part of it, man.
3: All right, finally, Kevo, uh, what's your prediction? What's going to happen on Sunday?
0: Well, you know I'm a Tom Brady lover, so uh, I, I just think Brady will do what Brady does in the in the second half, and I, I see the Patriots winning. I'm going to say uh,
3: 24-16. Thanks, bud. Congratulations. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Trent says,
4: barbecue coon and sweet potato casserole. Mm. Best combo ever. I hate the Eagles, but I'm pulling for Monroe Boy Doug Peterson, Louisiana strong. Mm. <laughs> Quint, the snarky answer for essential item is a TV. <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah,
4: that's a must. Yes. <laughs> Russell says, dip, sliders, and alcohol.
3: Yeah. Uh, keep them coming, 888 uh, Super Bowl is a unique thing. Do you like going to a, a, a party or you just got to have it uh, you and just a couple of friends keep it low key?
4: So I I don't mind going to a party for the Super Bowl. Um, you know how I am. I'm Mr. Uh, Anti-Social when it comes to football. Oh, but yeah. usually when it comes to the Super Bowl, I don't have any root and interest. And I, it's not like the nat- like the National Championship game. I'll, I'll you know, have it, select friends for that.
3: It's an interesting dynamic whenever you're watching a sporting event with uh, – fans, and then you're at watching actually with a lot of people that aren't watching the game throughout the year or watch football throughout the season because then you throw in the, you know, they won't even be ten- paying attention to the game, and then when the commercials yeah, yeah. come on, they're all in, and then, boy, the party just com- comes to a complete stop during halftime.
4: Yeah, um, but I don't I don't care about that as much. Like, if it was like that for the national championship game, yeah, I wouldn't be able to handle it, you know, but since yeah. the Super Bowl, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, let's have a good time.
3: Mm. Keep your predictions coming, also uh, your essentials for a Super Bowl party. Hit us up on the uh, Stuart Shelby State Farm hotline slash text line, 888-993-7762. Go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. There was some huge news in the NFL, at least uh, related to the Saints yesterday, with the news that uh, Jim Henderson, one of the classiest guys in the business, uh, stepping down, retiring from the booth after 31 years.
4: Yeah, hate to, hear, hate to see him go.
3: And then you go back and you just look at some of the classic calls that he's had, and the majority of them come have come recently. Mm-hmm. I got several different clips from uh, Henderson on his career, uh, where his uh, classic line when the Saints advanced to the Super Bowl, where that came from, and you'll hear several of his calls coming up in the next segment. Awesome. We're back after this on The Morning Drive.
2: Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at espn977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.